Alright, welcome to Video Game Bullshit. Uh, this is episode 7? I think so, right, right Kevin? I believe so. I believe it's right. episode 7. Um, my name is Jeffrey Wittenhagen, or the Subcon 3 and a bunch of the forums like Nintendo Asian Cloth. Um, I also run a blog on hagensalley.wordpress.com. Um, everybody check out my book, Hidden Treasures. It's on sale at Lulu. Um, so yeah, check that out, and we also have Kyle here. Yo, what's going on, what's going on? Specialize in the no-death runs and high-score runs, um, also collector of all the vintage things, uh, besides video games, um, VHS, vinyl, um, old, uh, tap handles, old beer signs, uh, pretty much anything you name from the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, that, that time right there, so, that's me. And they got me with Kevin from kwkbox.com. Got a YouTube channel. Want to watch Let's Plays, Long Plays, any kind of crazy retro video game related stuff. I got it. So that's the all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to run right into the bullshit homework of the week. Um, that was the adventures of Batman and Robin, uh, for the Sega Genesis. That was chosen, chosen by, uh, old Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what we'll do, Kevin, is, uh, we'll let you go with your new experiences from the game for the week. Oh, I gotta do it. I thought I'd be last because I'd talk so much about my favorite game. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. Throw <laughs> it right on my lap. Well, um, I gotta say it, it aged pretty well considering. For myself, um, I first played it actually with Kyle because he was by, and um, I didn't do so hot and has having a lot of trouble. But when I revisited it, it was uh, actually extremely easier one player compared to two. Two is just a nightmare because, I mean, unless you got a certain rhythm or you've been practicing a game with somebody, the second player kind of just, uh, you know, you're not coordinated as well, so maybe they'll take a power up or do something that you're not expecting and it, it throws your whole game off. You know, you got to be in sync sometimes. And um, when I tackled it single player, actually I mowed it down and um, I didn't have too much trouble to the point of actually completing the game. So <laughs> uh, it worked well as long as I stuck with the bolo. That is what got me through that whole sucker. And it kind of surprised me when I did it because... I wasn't anticipating. I was really expecting what I had the problems with as a kid, and they were just non-existent now. So either the only thing I can really blame as a kid is that I was playing with another person all the time when I actually had enough time to sit there and play to beat it. And in the past, I remember just screwing around, and then, you know, you're a kid. They're like, hey, it's time to go to somebody's house, or you got to go run errands, turn that stuff off. So that must have happened to me a lot back then. <laughs> so I really can't tell you why, but... It was not an easy game for me, especially I used up most of my continues on that uh, shooter level because I'm not very good at the shoot-em-ups. Yeah. But the beat-em-up levels, I mowed them down, no problem. The shooter level gave me a lot of trouble, though, because I just, ugh, I'm just not too good at those. And I think the controls in that shooter level aren't as, we'll say, good or tight as, like, Gun Knack or something or Life Force. It's just not that good a control for that part of the level. But the rest of them, it, it worked out fine. As long as I stuck with that bolo, I did struggle any time I lost that weapon. I accidentally Which picked color was the bolo? The bolo is the green one. 
The green one, okay. Because I noticed um, if you stuck with that, and uh, oh, another thing that I noticed that I had to do, I did practice a little bit a few times, like I did level one a couple times, and I went for a long stretch just to see how far I'd do to use all my credits. Uh-huh. And um, I got in the habit of, you know how you got that charge meter? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would um, always wait and throw it as strong as often as I could. I mean, there's some situations, obviously, you just got to keep throwing, but I made it a habit to always stop, wait for that to fully charge and throw. And I noticed a lot of enemies were getting killed with that one hit. And I was timing it easily to just keep one hitting a whole bunch of enemies at once. And it worked huh. out really well for me. And doing that actually on the bosses helped a lot because I believe it takes two or three points off that meter that's going down. If you hit them with that, as opposed to if you keep throwing the weak part because you're not letting it charge, it yeah. takes like five of those to make one point go down. So I rather make my hits count so i did a full charge each time i threw it like the boss and then it just racked down racked down for from my experience so um other than that i will say it it was my thumb was i'm not lying hurting <laughs> i don't know if it's older that game or both but yeah i definitely uh had to i had to ice the old thumb after i completed that sucker but no it was a great experience a little bit too crazy and there's some tricks in there to know the best comparison i can really come up with is think about attacking ghosts and goblins and you're not using the sword weapon that's really fast people call it the dagger it's actually the sword in the manual but if you use that weapon the game i'm not saying is easy but it's like that's the key weapon to be using i feel with batman you need to be using that green weapon which is called i believe the bolo and you're all right, because those other ones, you're throwing like three projectiles, which you think would be better, but they're even weaker. So when you power it up and keep collecting the same color, it takes forever for those to even get anywhere near the strength of like a weak bolo, if that makes any sense. Mm, interesting. So that that was my experience. And I mean, overall, I think it was it was good, but painful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my two cents. How about you guys? Um. Well, I guess, Kyle, I'll go next. All right, cool. All right. Um, so I sent both of you a picture, um, Kevin and Kyle, just because you said if I beat the game, I had to have picture proof. Yep. And I did beat the motherfucker. All right. So, so um, all this that I'm going to say, and I didn't beat it like you did. Uh, so oh, okay. I'll go into I'll go into detail. All right. Let's see what works <laughs> um, for you. <laughs> all right. So, so this game to me is a steaming pile of shit. there there's nothing i'm the exact opposite i have no nostalgia for it from when i was a kid um i played it uh the first thing is the difficulty and i know kyle can attest the difficulty is super inconsistent you did mention a little bit how the shoot 'em up levels were a little harder um yeah now I say even the mini bosses have hundred point fucking hits to them, and the bosses like that hundred point hit rate. That's ridiculous for a boss, and it wouldn't be such a big deal if you know that was like every level was like split up or something. You know what I mean? Like if it was like I don't know, like when you're playing a game and you go to from one screen to the next pretty quickly, so that way when you have to restart a level when you die. You don't have to restart like a giant 30 minute level to get back to the 100 point fucking boss to do an endurance fest boss rush. <laughs> that was my thing, yeah. Yeah. And what weapon did you concentrate on when you were playing? I concentrated on the red one, and just for the fact that when I'm trying to bob and weave and dodge, yeah. I, can, I can shoot and actually hit the enemies instead of randomly missing like with that the green one or whatever because um 
the last level when you're doing the the final shoot 'em up level, you only get green bolos. Yeah. So like when I had that, like I was having trouble hitting shit. Yeah, I was um, already I was already real well versed because I used it the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I got all the way to, and this was the craziness where I was madness because I played it um a few different times. Uh, first time I rage quit like a motherfucker. But um, the third time that I played it through, I got all the way to Mr. Freeze on the first continue. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was super powered up. And this is where the inconsistency and the incon- of the difficulty really sticks out to me because um, after I finally died on Freeze, I just started over the entire level, the entire yep. shoot-em-up level, and I powered down. And now yep. all those fucking enemies were destroying me. And yep. The only way that I was able to beat the asshole was right before I got to Mr. Freeze, I pressed start on the second player to bring him in. And then <laughs> I used him to finish off Mr. Freeze. Because by the time I got to Freeze, I had no fucking lives left, and I was almost dead. And then when I... So, and you know, as soon as you get to an end boss, uh, it goes into, what is it called, boss rush. So you can't press yep. start. Yeah. Yep. So you have to do it right before you get to Freeze. And then I was yep. able to beat it. That's the only way I beat that monster. Nice. But I nice. beat the hard. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a cheating fucker, but I, I did it. <laughs> hey, hey, it's still within the constraints. You didn't plug in a game genie, so I'll let it fly. <laughs> um, now, on the other side, that first shoot 'em up level, and, and I did it as a point, I played only as Robin, because I yeah. thought that's funny as shit. <laughs> but, um, the shoot 'em up level where you're hang gliding, because the, yeah. the other two shoot 'em up levels, you're like in a little rocket pack and you kind of float around. Yeah. The hang gliding one, that was so fucking long. Oh, it's insane. I mean, it was that's like that's that playing through the entire game of Gradius on one level. Yep. <laughs> and and I, I, you said you're using the the batterings, I believe, is the color that you said you're using. They're like orange or red or whatever that color is. Yeah, the red um, one. Yeah, those are kind of hard for bosses, in my opinion, because when you're throwing, you're throwing those three, and you're only going to hit maybe out of those three, maybe two of them or one of them, and that really takes, that number takes forever to dwindle on the boss, but every time you hit him with the bolo, even if it's the weak part of it, not fully charged, it's taking like one number off every hit, whereas on yours, you're not guaranteed that one number unless all three projectiles hit it directly in weak mode, if that makes sense. Oh, no, it does. That's where it's screwed. What pisses me off even more, though... And I was like shooting an email to Kyle. I think it was Saturday before he was over at your place playing it. Yeah. And I didn't even know about the hit points until the <laughs> final time I played it. So I was playing like it was like a forty minute fucking boss rush. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Because because I was sitting there like whittling away at him. I'm like, dude, this guy's not dying, and I didn't notice the number counting down. Yep. <laughs> yep. Then, then after yeah. he mentioned, Kyle mentioned something about it after he played with you, and I'm like, oh shit. It actually made it a little more doable, but now nah, it was, it was freaking stupid. Yeah. I, now, I think it, I think it's like Battletoads two players. Good luck. It's very hard two players, I'd say. Well, you guys share continues when you play co-op, right? Yeah, so, you have yeah. to use up the same pool of continues, which makes it even worse. Yeah, but you don't. Oh, re- but you don't. A piece, it'd be a hell of a lot easier. But you don't restart the level if you die. Yes. Yeah, I that's guess you got that kind key. of balance to it, I guess. That's the key. So um the other thing is is the um the music has to be mentioned. It yeah. is fucking rave techno and it's not bad, but when you're listening to it for an hour straight on one level, it drives me nuts. Like <laughs> it's alright for the first ten minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it's like, <laughs> like constantly, and it's like, and I have it in my P, my PVM. I had it playing on, and my PVM hooked up to freaking speakers. There are a lot of. Oh yeah. It sounds like my whole house is fucking raving over here. Hilarious. It's in here, and and I'm cursing this game, and and Kyle knows Shatman and Throbbin. Just throbbing around with the music. <laughs> like, now, um, the one thing is, uh, me being as AVGN like as possible, angry and pissed off and, you know, shitting on the game and all that stuff. Um, nice. I, I wanted to play the other two versions just to make a, a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyle, do you want to talk before we get into that or? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, yeah, I'll let you go first, Kyle, since I, I did a thorough playing of the Super Nintendo one and the Sega CD version. <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually checked them out, too. Okay. Those are good versions. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Kyle, and uh, go over your experience with uh, you know Genesis 1, and then when you come into the Super and Sega, I'll just chime in. All right, cool. Perfect. Yeah, so as far as Scatman and Globin, um, yeah, it was... Scatman! <laughs> <laughs> so many Glob. names, so little time. So, yeah, um... I was playing it over at Kevin's, and that was the first thing that I noticed too, like with the mini bosses. And um, also, it's so it's one hit, no matter what weapon you have, it just brings them down by one. Um, so I was like, n- like number one, the game should reward the player by if you have full power up, it should take like five up, five down or Absolutely. ten. Absolutely. Like normal games, when you get a power up, like the first one you get, it powers you up, then it powers you up, and then it powers, you up, and then you get like a free life or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you were sitting there, you haven't gotten a hit, you're powered up max, you should be getting power-ups, or you should be getting life-ups, or I free guys. Notice, there, is, there is, like, a hidden life. I I picked up one in every level. There was one free I life, I want to say. That's cool. Era. <laughs> At least yeah. they're there somewhere. Jesus. No, they're there. And you the know. other trick I noticed is that you got to focus on certain enemies in every world that actually give hearts when you kill them. Oh yeah, and I, con- I concentrated on living off those guys, and that's what really got me by too. Yeah, I, I used to do that. I would farm off of the guys that would do that, like in the one level, the little um, Joker bots or whatever would drop the yep. heart. And then when you get to like the a, a part where the screen won't scroll anymore, those guys, those same guys, don't drop hearts on it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But hey, I was, that's the only way that I got through on one continue was farming the fuck the fuck out of hearts. Yeah, no, I farmed a lot to make that last too. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess if if you know to use the bolo or whatever, because I was using the little battering things, and I guess that's not the right thing to do. Well, it's apparently. it's for whatever person, you know. What I mean, that's just what works yeah. for me. And I I feel it's easier, but I guess there's different ways for everybody. Well, if you don't let them charge, they're so like small. The little yeah. batterings are like so sad, like when you throw them. Oh, they're yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh I think the game is awesome controls. It's probably some of the best graphics on yeah. the Genesis for any game. Um it's true awesome to the it's awesome three D stuff. Like the middle of the screen in the first level, that like ledge, how it's like comes out. And it's yeah. cool how you can jump on the ledge and then you can jump again and go on to the top. I think that's really badass. Yeah. Um I actually love that part. To me, this game is Fucking ninety nine point nine percent perfect, and my one problem is the bosses, which breaks the game. <laughs> yeah, because every boss, even a, a mini boss or a normal boss, they're all one hundred hits, and that's like psychotic. Like, what game, what other game can you think of that has a boss that takes a hundred hits? Like, and 
Yeah, that's that, crazy. Besides, besides for like the end boss of a 50 hour RPG or something. Like, well, yeah. In the defense like of those bosses, if you hit them with the charge thing, like I said, it takes like three or four off. You gotta pay attention to that number, which is hard because it's so chaotic, but I was paying attention to it. So it actually takes more, more than just the one? Oh yeah, no, if you hit him with a full charge, and that's what I was doing, instead of being so frantic and shooting like it's a shooter game, I just uh-huh. took my time, and there's no time limit in the game, so I was actually really slow on my bosses, and I dodged a whole heck of a lot, that's why my thumb was so damn sore, but uh I hit him with a charge almost 8 out of 80% of the time I was hitting him with charge shots instead of just sitting there throwing at him, and the bosses were just were just dying for me left and right. I think that's the the whole key. They like trick you to do it the easy way, and it makes it harder. Mm. But it's still taking you like a long time to fight one simple mini boss. Yeah, it still does yeah. take a little that's, long because you're dodging. That's the issue, so. yeah. Even yeah. if it was like fifty, it would be a lot. That's what. That's the thing. Yeah. Even if it was half that, it would be too much. I mean, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it should be like you know, charge shots. It should take like ten good charge shots to kill a boss, a mini yeah. boss, for yeah. sure. And for some reason, I just couldn't get that first mini boss's pattern. I was sitting there for like better part of an hour, and <laughs> Kevin was like, "Jeez!" And then Kevin's like, "All right, all right." And I'm like, "Hey, let's play some co-op and uh, help me out here, man." Hell yeah! And uh, one thing that, yeah, and then Kevin was there, and that's where I'm like, it was way easier for me <laughs> instead of the opposite. I was like, "Cool!" Like now I can finally get somewhere. Now I can play this. Yeah, and uh, we ended up getting to the part with Two Face where he's throwing the dynamite on the elevator or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was like, it's, it's, it's fantastically designed. I mean, like totally. It's just a little overkill on the boss, and that's where the fun factor like takes a nosedive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, that's where I was just like, you know what, this is like a total waste of time, even just to fight these bosses. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I should have come back to it. Maybe I still will. But um, what blows my mind... I, the... I definitely won't, by the way. <laughs> I mean, well, you maybe... got it done. I don't blame you if you got it done. Yeah, maybe yeah. with, like, Kevin as house, we'll, we'll pop it in and just, you yeah. know, try something out. Because um, I do think it, it does have merit, but only as a two-player game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you can both hit them um, simultaneously, so, like, the bosses. Now, the thing is, um, also, there's, like, a time between each hit. Like a buffer time that the boss. Yeah. So you have to hit him like maybe 150 to 200 times. Like, well, no, but if you're going Kevin's way though, where you're dodging and charging, you're gonna wait till that buffer's over anyways. Yeah. That's the way to do it then. Yeah. That's so the actually, only knowing way. that, I, I might not have wanted to put my f- fist to the screen as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it's just um, something that I didn't even remember. I don't even think I knew as a kid, and that's why I didn't do as well as a kid because I just want to keep hitting the button instead of waiting and being more patient with it. Kevin mm-hmm. set us up for failure, Kyle. <laughs> and uh, it happens. I think the jump kick mechanic is amazing. You can jump kick downward. You can jump kick like upward. Yeah. Like holy shit! You can shoot in every single direction. You know, it's like yeah. the whole. It's just amazingly done in that aspect. It's just was, underpowered. Yeah. That's, and why? Why am I gonna crazy. sit here and like Jeff said when you die? Let's say you get past the mini boss and you finally get to the other boss and you die. So now you got to fight the mini boss again, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Good lord, like I'm wasting my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could be playing like, and beating Splatterhouse. Yeah. yeah, the checkpoints are not too friendly in that game. They should have had like a checkpoint. If you at least beat the middle boss or whatever and you died and lost everything, continue should have been in the middle of the level or something, not that back to the beginning crap. That's where the Super Nintendo one did it right. 
Oh, they had good checkpoints. Well, no, the Super Nintendo one's a completely different game. No, I, mean, I know. I've played it. I just never beat it. It actually uses the music from the freaking cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like Dan- Danny Elfman is doing the fucking score in the game. It's awesome. <laughs> That's nice. Um, I only played the first level of the game just to check it out as a comparison. You're fighting the Joker again, just like in Batman and Robin for the uh, Genesis. Um, I mean, the thing is, though, is that the controls are perfect. Um, you when you get up next to somebody, you punch them, they die in like one or two hits, <laughs> like like you should. Um, and then when you fight Joker, like at near the end, because the thing is, is you go through and there's like three or four real quick, like scene transitions where you start at the beginning of the next scene. That's the freaking key right there that keeps the game moving and fun. And, and, and the thing was, is that the last part you're on a, um, roller coaster and there's like mode seven going on. There's craziness. Um, as you're playing that though, I died like a bunch and I wasn't like I wasn't Batman and Robin on the Genesis I didn't want to like you know break something because <laughs> there wasn't because I knew I just had to start at the beginning of that little section yeah. instead of the beginning of the fucking game pretty much every damn time yeah. it's the wasted time yeah so then I you know I, I beat that though and I went through and I beat I beat Joker I died a few times and then the next level is like a Poison Ivy level or something but it was like it was really fucking cool and I was like man this is just like and it's a different genre, honestly, like, cause the Batman one's almost like a walk and shoot 'em up. The one for the Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna throw in too, that it's like a mix of a beat 'em up and a shoot 'em up. Except oh, absolutely. It, it, so the guys take multiple hits, but they come at you like a, like a shoot 'em up. Well, sorry, like a running gun. Yeah. Like Not they, a shoot 'em up. It's, they, it's a, it's like a running gun. They come at you like a wolf. Well, I say, I say shoot 'em up though, because they're as shoot 'em up levels. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then you have that. True. Yeah, I don't think so, you got to those, but yeah. But they're, basically, they're... if the guys would have just taken one hit to die, if they made it, would have made it more like a contra, like a metal slug, like a running gun. It would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. So just those throw, and then throw a million more guys at you. It's just how you do it. So those two things combined just don't work, um, because it's just too much. It's too much frenzy and it's too crazy. And what's what's crazy to me is that Kevin beat that, but to me. That compared to Goonies is like the biggest oh. fucking like Goonies is like the biggest <laughs> so fucking easy. cakewalk compared to Oh that yeah, game. like and compared Goonies to like Predator it was a cakewalk. Goonies was easy as shit. Yeah. So but <laughs> that's crazy that you actually beat that and it's like well, oh my god, like you, know, you get you get this motivation and nostalgia as a kid, I guess I was more hell bent on it because I never beat it as a kid. Yeah, that's kinda of where I'm going too. Like you you know the game more, like yeah. inside your head. Yeah. And I think that's they gave me the advantage. The, the main deal with games. Yeah, and, you, like, and you, get, you gave it the old college try this time, too. Pretty much. <laughs> Played it yeah. more than an hour. And also, that shows <laughs> Kevin, because, like, I, I'm not, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I, I never knew you were, like, that good at games. <laughs> Thanks. Like, you were, you were always, like, good, but you, you know, I, I didn't know you were, like, that good. It comes it comes and goes. It depends what you the know. game is and if I got a nostalgia for it. You should see me at Road Rash sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just because I've never seen you, like, kick mm-hmm. ass, you know, like. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, so that that is like a holy shit moment, kind of. I did it on my PVM, actually. I'm kind of upset because I didn't, uh, I wish I had it record that I could have actually posted a quick long play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have. Oh yeah, but I watch yeah. it be like harder because it's like on the scaler instead of the PBM. Because I did it on the old school PBM, like Jeff did, and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, 
So um, I, I didn't talk about the Sega CD one yet. No, yeah. <laughs> that one's pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one's pretty hard. All it is is yeah. driving, but it's not even driving. All it is is dodging vehicles trying to get to the th- to your next spot. So you're basically pressing left and right on the Sega controller, weaving in the cars that are going to move in your way every time. You're going to hit them and slow down. Um, and then when you get to the end of each section, you start over. And you do like two or three of those, and then you get to a section where you shoot at some cars that throw a bunch of random projectiles at you in, in digitized 3D. They're throwing like random like goats and amiibos and like crazy shit at you. It was, it was insane. And then you get to, and then you stop, and then it cuts to like the cartoon. The music is not the Batman music. It's like similar, but it's not the Batman music. So they couldn't get that for the CD music, which is crazy. Yeah. And as far as the cartoon goes, I was like reading about it. That's actually a lost episode. So nice. Every, um, cutscene is a part of the episode and it, and it never aired on TV. But what's so it's, crazy about that though is that like, I was, the first one is like, I guess you're fighting poison ivy and that's why they're throwing like amoebas at you and shit. But like you get to the, you know, the bank that they're robbing or whatever and she throws some big plant and he starts fighting the plant. I'm like, why can't I fight in the video game? <laughs> like what the hell is going on? And then you go back to the next driving stage. And you're dodging cars again. Like, yeah. And there's, there's also flying levels or at, at I least, at I least one of them. Yeah, it is. I was done after that. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, it's, it's a completely missed opportunity just because it just limited it just to the driving stages. I was like, it's sad. But yeah, so that one's kind of garbage. And what's hilarious too, there's like trees in the middle of the street. I'm like, yeah, like, it's yeah. retarded. Like, who would, you know, how does that make sense? <laughs> it does. I think so, they, wouldn't, didn't they do Batman Returns for Sega CD and it's just a driving game too? It's like they copied off that one and said, let's do an animated one. <laughs> I think the Batman Returns one is both. It's the shitty Genesis one because the shit the one for Return for the Genesis is terrible. I think mm-hmm. it's that with the driving stages, but you can choose a mode where you just do the driving because the driving is actually decent on that one. Oh, really? Okay, I, I think never... that's what it is. Okay, but yeah, I, I, can... I haven't really played it that much. At I, I don't even think I played it more than a second. So I mean, I. Yeah, like I thought it was all just strictly driving. I actually own it. I should dig it out and see, but Absolutely. I haven't played it much. Because now, after, Kevin, after this shit storm, I'm kind of Batmaned out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, do you own the Super Nintendo version? Um, the Adventures of Batman and Robin? No, actually, I've been looking for that one. I'd like to own that one. I don't. Eight, 80 bucks, man. $80. I know it ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, of course, what? I own the one that ain't worth <laughs> squat. You're still worth like 25 or something if, with the box. Nice. 25 or 30 probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty nice, uh, pricey pile of turds right there. That you got <laughs> that, That's the thing. Like, it was nothing nostalgic for me about that, and I just didn't enjoy it. And, and the fact that I played it, controversy of nostalgia. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so, crazy. There's something to say about like somebody having a game that they're nostalgic for, and they can, you know, raise that pile of sh- that that big turd higher than other people will. Just like Predator, man. Yeah, like I, I liked it a little bit better just because I got it, but it's mm-hmm. I, I still recognize it as a turd. So Roth, <laughs> Roth, though, man. He's oh like, yeah, but he needs to definitely. Uh, he, I don't think he's emailed us yet to defend his his pick. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one with mine is my pet peeves is controls, and Batman had controls I could work with. Predator didn't have controls I could work with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I once I knew I could controls fall are amazing. Through. Once I knew I could fall through shit in Predator, it, it clicked with me. It wasn't an issue, but. 
Uh, the Batman one, though, like, it, it definitely had decent controls. It was just marred by that freaking underpowering Batman. Batman's a little wuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the other thing I wanted to mention, um, for the Genesis version. I guess so, Batman and Robin, it's, they do the same thing. I think just Batman's like a smidge taller. Yeah. So that's the only difference, right? So I guess it's easier than if you're Robin because you're a smaller hitbox, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that I, I would assume so, but I, I don't know any proof of it. You never know that even though the sprite is a different size, they could have the same hitbox. It's just sure. like, hey, that doesn't even look like a hit, Robin, but you still got a hit. You never know. <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? That, that's it's awesome. like going over Robin's head, but you're getting hits. <laughs> <laughs> I've that seen games that do that stuff. Oh man, yeah, horrible hit de- detection, man, totally. <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. <laughs> so, um, is there anything else either you guys would want to uh, put forth about uh, you know, Adventures of Shatman and Throbman? <laughs> um, well, I can say now that I got it done, I think I'll put it on a shelf and it'll stay there for a very long time. But maybe before I die, I'll play it again. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever touching this turd again. Um, <laughs> I might delete it off of my Xbox Arcade as well. It's done Hell there. yeah, it's gone forever. Because <laughs> what I did was when I went through my arcade, like when there was games with the same game for like Super Nintendo and Genesis, I picked whatever one looked like it had better controls. That one, for some reason, the Genesis one looked like it had better controls. I didn't play either at the time. Now I gotta replace it with the Super Nintendo one. <laughs> He's replaced it with the easier one. He just likes easy games. Well, I just I just don't like shitty games. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm going to play that fucking garbage again. <laughs> got to try it with the bolo, Kyle. I'm telling you, it's yeah. a lot easier. Well, you got to try it with Kevin. It's the will. activator. <laughs> yeah, if I could be with the activator, I think I'd have a Guinness Book of World Records going for me. Yeah. Like, what, Rock beating Ninja Gaiden 3 with a U-Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna see that shit. Um, so uh we do need to give this game a grade. <laughs> so what do you what are you thinking about giving it for a grade, Kyle? Mm, man. Well, that that one little boss thing destroyed it, you know. Yeah, for me too. Um, and <laughs> I almost wanna say uh first player, as a first player game, I'd have to give it Probably an F. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> as a two-player game, I'd say maybe as high as like a C minus, maybe. But I, I'd have to play more. Um, I think they should have made it even like 50 hits for the boss if you're playing one player. Mm-hmm. That's another weird thing. I guess it evens out because you share lives. But um, yeah, it's just fucking overkill, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't play it uh, co-op at all, so I mean, yeah, I'm really leaning toward the F side. <laughs> like, like I mean, I beat it. I went through and painstakingly played it for hours, and I'll never get those hours back. That's the thing, man. <laughs> Into the ether. But I did give it the old college try because that's what homework's all about. It's about playing the game and giving it fair shake. Um. So, but what what grade would you give it, Ken? Well, you guys are just ruthless, giving Predator like it's an A plus compared to this game. But we uh, gave Predator a D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Predator's a turd. Man. <laughs> Predator's only better because it's it's not as overkill. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, 
I compare it to a lot of factors, and I mean, unfortunately, I really think that that would make it more universally like the game. It easily could have been fixed if they just gave it a setting for difficulty, which I don't know why the hell doesn't have one. So maybe if you put it on normal or easy or something, it would have like 50 hits for the boss. I would assume that's what would happen, or maybe be easier. But regardless, I was going to go for actually a solid B, but I was going to do B-plus for nostalgia on me, so I'm going to try to balance it out with I can of B-plus. Ain't no A game, though. <laughs> Definitely not. So, so, so if we're grading on a curve, two Fs, a B, and a C-minus for Kyle. So, Kyle, I got the two-player C-minus on there, too. <laughs> two Fs, though. Two <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Exactly. So the I mean, D minus. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's I in the know. D. It's in the D range if we're averaging it from all three of us. So. Oh, you guys <laughs> are terrible. This should be at least be a C. Oh, no. I don't even want to p- play past the mini. I'm blocks. never. And then here's the thing, though. <laughs> I am never going to play this game again. If somebody else said, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" This was cool. Like, no. No, <laughs> never. Fuck. <laughs> rip my eyes out with a spork. <laughs> Char it away at the at the roots and rip it right out. <laughs> like, like there's nothing that's going to convince me to play this game again unless there's some kind of like drunken stipulations. All right. Um. So for the next homework, since we're still doing the homework part, um, I, this one's my choice. Um, but like. One thing we have to go over from now on is, um, yeah, me and Kyle are talking is we got to go over a little bit of ground rules. Um, yeah, because the one main issue that we had was, is Kyle didn't have Adventures of Batman and Robin. Um, yeah. so the ground rules are that you have to be able to, everybody has to have it or you have to easily be able to get it. So for hey, example, I tried to lend it to him. He wouldn't take it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you, he waited all the way till Sunday, whereas me and Kyle were chatting on Saturday and he had nothing to do. And so basically, like, if we can't play it within a few, like within an hour after the podcast, like it can't be nominated. Um, and that means like, if you got to burn a CDR for the Sega CD or the Turbo Duo or, you know what I mean? That's not an issue because you can download a ROM in two seconds and burn it to a CD or, I mean, in our case, Kevin, we pretty much have everything. Not an issue. But it's, yeah, Kyle was, like, sitting there on Saturday Sounds like, like, man. like Kyle needs to buy some Everdrives. <laughs> no. Those it, are expensive. That doesn't though. cause people, cost people $150. <laughs> well, with the collection that I have, we can find something. Exactly. You know, like it's, yeah, it shouldn't just, be uh, hard. Well, you guys got to let me know, or somebody's got to give me a list of what systems for picking for the future. Because what if I'm like, all right, we're doing 3DO. Well, we don't have it. We don't so have a 3DO. Can't do it. Exactly. So, so I mean, so, I'm going to need so, to move. So, so basically, Kevin, just from in the future, just have a list of games, and if something you pick something like have a plan and Robin, yeah, have a plan B, and you'll be good. Great. All right. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, that's the simple fact. And um, so I'm assuming, Kevin, that you have a Turbo CD, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Turbo Duo. Yeah. So you have the Turbo Duo. Okay. So um. My pick is one that's been sitting in my, um, to playlist. I've never seen it on anybody's list for the Turbo, like best games ever. Um, I got it with Kyle at Uncle John's Flea Market. I got it completely boxed. See, I, oh. and it is Final Zone 2 for the Turbo CD. Lucas, never 
familiar. It um basically it looks like a commando style game. Um, and I'll read the back real quick. Uh, you swore bloody vengeance when Zod blew your satellite crew to shreds. Now it's payback time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it tells a little bit about how to um go over it. It's a one player game, seven stages. Um, you get a choice of characters. Um, and there is a notorious cutscene in there, and I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. We will, we will. Yeah, it's it's funny as shit. Um, this game looks cool as hell. Um, I've been wanting to play it for a long time. It's been on my little backlog. Um, so that is my choice for the week. Um, if you guys have issues with downloading or whatever, I can you know shoot you a link to a ISO or whatever. Perfect. Um, yeah. so that way you have the opportunities to uh, play it. But yeah, I have Turbo Duos then, or are you guys using the old-fashioned one? I got a PC, um, PC Engine Duo R modded. Okay. Yeah. And nice. What What do you have, Kyle? I just have uh, the Super CD-ROM, uh, the Duo, but the PC Engine one. So nice. It's not modded, so I can only play the. Uh, well, actually, it's region free for the disc. So yes, yeah. discs are region free, I believe. And I think Final Zones in was in Japan, anyways. Yeah. And um, so this one right here though, it looks like there's like a little robot section. There's like robots shooting like Contra, um, or not Contra, like Commando. And then in the bottom right corner, there's like a helicopter. And so like maybe there's some shoot 'em up levels, like top down shooters. And then it shows in the top left a giant boss that looks pretty badass, like basically half the size of the screen. <laughs> so this game looks pretty fucking badass, and I know that there's some notorious voice acting in this game too, so that'd be hilarious. Now, is Final Zone One like is that like a different kind of game, or is it the same kind of game? Or I am not sure. I don't think it was for the Turbo though. I think it was like earlier, maybe MSX, huh? Possibly, or okay. you know, like an older, older system, like you know, Master System NES style. But I don't think it was ever on the NES. I don't think. Okay. Might have been on like a Famicom or something. That's something we definitely should research for next week, though. Absolutely, so we can talk her out. Um, yeah, and I mean, my my goal obviously is to play the shit out of it. I've been wanting to play it. Um, I just bought it on a whim. I've never heard of it. I I looked up like top 100 freaking turbo games, and it's not even on the top 100. That could be mm-hmm. bad, or it could be obscure, or people just didn't like the shitty voice acting or something. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Okay. But there's games like, what is it like? Um, there's a couple games on the Turbo that have really bad, notorious voice acting that are actually really good games. So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> so that'll be a, a little fun treat. Um, so um, then what we're going to do then for the rotation, I think me and Kyle were going over it, is we like that the first one we did was kind of like a collaboration pick. So we all like got together and brainstormed while we were drinking beer. Nice. So that was pretty cool. So um and then the other thing is is for um next week we have um a guest a guest coming on. Alright. His name's Joe Granado. Um he is he did he's in the process of filming a new documentary called The New Eight Bit Heroes. Um and it was funded on successfully on Kickstarter. And he's also concurrently developing with this a current gen game that's going to be like on Steam and possibly like downloaded on newer consoles. Not 100% on that. And it talks with an NES game. 
somehow huh. the game works hand in hand. I don't know if it's a password system or if there's some communication somehow that he's doing some crazy shit. I'm not sure. Um, but I have a, definitely have a bunch of questions because I would like to know how it all works. Sounds cool to me. Um, but whenever we get a guest on, just like when Rob was on, we'll give them priority and we'll shift everything to the right for the rotation. <laughs> so that way, like we had Rob's, uh, predator. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Um, last week, the stuff that didn't get recorded, um, we did some listener responses. Um, so let's see here. The, um, the beer slinger creator message on Nintendo age. Remember that one when we talked about that? Yep. So what we'll do is we'll go over it right now. Um, so that way we can uh, talk about how he's, um, how his, uh, response to our, you know, Beer Slinger, and I actually wrote a article on Beer Slinger as well. Um, I'm clicking right now on the for the message to load up, so that way. Yeah, and uh, it was basically along the lines of our our games are novelties kind of thing. Yeah, here we go. All right, so he said, "Hey, uh, thanks for the review. Um, keep in mind with our reviews that they're more of a novelty yep. than a case of, hey, we're going to make a badass game." So he admits that he wasn't trying to make a good game. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty unfunny. <laughs> well, he's honest. Yeah. He's, he's like, really, dude? Like, like basically all I, all we said to him was, Hey man, could you make it so that way you can just keep playing? That's all we wanted. Like we didn't ask for the world. We didn't ask for the developers of Adventures of Shatman and Robin to change their game. We asked for this guy to, <laughs> to allow him to keep playing. That's all we asked for. It's hilarious to me. Like, um, he also says he sees all the other homebrew developers trying to make amazing games. Um, now my response to it's a cool gift thing is, um, I bought the game, the CIB came with a box, cartridge and a manual, you know, classic. It costs like 60 bucks. Wow. 60, $60, it's like a retail NES game. If I'm buying a retail NES game, I want an experience, not a 10-minute game that I play and didn't even get hit at all and beat the game, and now it's done. <laughs> shelfware, yeah. Yeah, now it's shelfware, and it's $60 <laughs> shelfware. That's freaking pretty expensive. It's on your term. It's yeah. beer, so it's cool. It'll go with stuff, like, because, I mean, we all like to drink beer, but... um. It's a fancy paperweight. Exactly. It's a $60 paperweight. It's <laughs> freaking ridiculous, man. That, that's just my opinion. Um, But on the other side, I mean, if he ain't going to do it, he ain't going to do it. What it is, but um, he, he definitely had something there with that game. That game's freaking cool, man. Um, And basically, like, they're, they're going to set up a sequel. My, my response to that is, you're going to set up a sequel that's going to last us 10 minutes. Don't bother. Like... <laughs> Really, um, we also had a um, our first subscriber email, listener email, um, and basically what the listener email he was just going into um, some terminology from one of the older episodes. wasn't super interesting, but it was it was there. Um, and we also had some homework response for Batman. Ooh, cool. <laughs> um. And that was basically, um, I was raging on Facebook when I was about to put my finger and fist through 
<laughs> through the screen, through my TV screen. Um, <laughs> I, um, let's see here. I'm, I'm going through. Uh, I just, I posted Adventures in Batman and Robin are a pain in my ass. <laughs> like, um, and basically they said, um, my one guy said there's nothing that some bacon and toast can't fix. So there's that. There you go. Uh, yeah. He, one guy says, yeah, he owns that game. And when he was younger, he made it to the second level and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. And then another guy said, he said, it's a notoriously shit game that's brick hard. He's a British guy, rich. He, helped, he actually wrote in my book, uh, Hidden Treasures and he wrote <laughs> notorious shit game. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got uh, some Fablians there that, um, definitely agree that it's a garbage, garbage game. <laughs> Um, people should have got it as kids. <laughs> um, we also had a recommendation um, from some of the listeners, um, and basically they want us to post earlier because we've been, you know, getting the audio done and everything, and then I post it up, and I try to get it up for like Sunday, mo- Monday time frame. Uh, they want it up like Saturday if we can. That that was one of the requests that I had. Um, cause one guy was like, man, cause it ended up going up last week at like one in the morning on a Saturday or, or on Sunday, one in the morning. And one guy was like, Hey, why'd you post this at one? I wanted to listen to it, but now I'm going to bed. So <laughs> basically if we could get her up like Saturday in you know, the morning or something, I think, I think that would be reasonable for us. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, yeah, we can try it. I, I know last week it was done at Saturday morning. Exactly. So if you get that to me on Saturday morning, I can try to throw her up and maybe we can get it up Saturday afternoon or something. Then people will be happy. It won't be when they're going to sleep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And that was just from Facebook. Um, other than that, like I, I know I've been posting up on uh, Twitter and Google plus. Um, I don't know if you've had any feedback about the podcast at all, Kevin, on your um, Google no, plus I've- account. I haven't got nothing. And speaking of which, I don't, um, I don't, I don't get much contact on that stuff. And I don't know if maybe I got to check an option or something. I'd, I gotta look in the settings. All these social medias are getting pretty out of, out of this world nowadays. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, like, I never really use Google Plus or Twitter. So both of those, like, we probably have like two people that follow us or some shit. Like, yeah. No, those are, I, I pretty much just been doing everything through YouTube is the most that I actually get something that actually replies. But those two other social networks, I don't get nothing as of right now anyway. Yeah. And like our Google Plus, like, it's just like me and Kyle as like little kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's, so it's funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Gotta start um, somewhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. We always, we always start at the, start at the front. <laughs> but um, my Facebook one though, like I've been on there forever and part of a bunch of gaming communities and shit. So I post one thing and people chime in. So yeah. it's like that's where I've had the most feedback. Um, I did have um, I was chatting with one of the listeners yesterday and they really liked some of our content. Um. Is a female and she's a huge Final Fantasy buff. Um, she's gonna try to start doing some of the homework though. Nice. So yeah, I was like, hey, as the listener, start doing some of the homework and play along and comment on the comments with what you're doing and shoot us emails and stuff and we'll read them on you know when we do the homework next week. So I think that'll be really fun. Um, and I know we made a stat correction uh, last week on the bonus, I think, but yeah, we have like hundreds of people that are listening, so. It's wow. a lot more than we anticipated, which is good. Um, and we're going to keep on coming out with, you know, episodes as long as we can. I mean, um, yeah, there's a little bit of listener response. Um, 
Let's see here. Um, how about we go into what we've been doing over the past week? Does that sound good? All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, All right. So, yeah, I think um, <laughs> we'll go with uh, Kevin first. Because oh, I know you got it. You got an interesting one. I even posted it up on my page. So you got a good one. I've got an interesting one, do I? Yeah, your, um, video, your video that went up like, this morning or last night. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's, uh, that was part of the busyness. Um, I went to Galloping Ghost last week. I uh, just recently put up that video. It was, I, I don't know. And, uh, when people want to know what died and gone to heaven's like for a retro gamer, that is the place to be going. I got that right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they they literally have anything and everything you could usually imagine. There is one that I didn't see that I actually thought of that they didn't have that I wanted to mention to them, and I wonder if they could get in the future that I just thought of the other day. Do you guys remember um, ever on the arcades Jurassic Park? It was a shooter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no. you, like, sat in the Jeep, and the Jeep, like, shook all crazy while you are shooting at dinosaurs. Yeah, that it sounds was like, cool. a, like a Dave & Buster style. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, like, a real big badass one. I, I mean... They they have like plenty a plenty of games there, but I was always a big fan of like games that you really can't play at your house. You know what I mean? So yeah, ones that you're like riding in a car, ones that are, you got a gun or driving a car, all those kind of games like really are my favorite to go to first at least, just yeah. because hey, there's no other way to experience it. I mean, granted, experiencing it there is the best way to experience because I mean you get the full effect. So I mean you got yeah. emulation options out there, but. I don't know how the heck you can emulate being in a driving car type arcade, so I, I tend to go to those first in my personal experience. But no, I mean, the, I thing, the thing with galloping though is that I mean, me and Kyle have been there, and like if you put that in there, like there's not a whole lot of room to walk in there. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's expanding though. I noticed that they got the other side of the building and they're working on it because I got to go over there and then. Oh yeah, he, uh, yeah. He was nice enough. That's to do been there for a while, actually. Yeah, it's probably I, been probably almost done. I don't know. How yeah, no, I, I was over there and they, they're still, they're still working on it. It looks, it looks good in a lot of space. So I'm excited to see how they're going to expand with that space. So I mean, well, hopefully from, they from get enough video. space and add, add that kind of stuff. But I can understand why they don't have those because like you said, that's probably jeopardizing the potential of four or five, you know, standups. You know what I mean? Yeah. All for one game. So uh-huh. it's that if you, for standups, they got, I mean, as far as the eye can see, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, Doc yeah. Mac, the, the owner there is just an awesome guy. He was uh, very friendly and um, helpful, and gladly he'll show anybody around and tell you what's going on there. It's uh, it's yeah. a strongly recommended. And correct me if I'm wrong, he's currently the world's largest, right? Because I mean, yeah, he 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 talked about it on your video. I think he's yeah, like no, that's what two I or three arcades over the largest, like because Fun Spot used to be over in yeah. New Hampshire, and yeah. um, but I think they a, a couple, like two years ago, basically it just happened. They got over him by like a couple of arcades. Oh, okay. Um but Fun Spot doesn't just have arcades though, they got a lot of inter- amusement stuff too. Yeah, they're um, like Dave and Busters. They got like the, the redemption games, right? Well no, they're they're um they're still coin based. So you still gotta, oh, you know, play all, it old it. school. And um so it's a different experience. Like like Doc's running an arcade um, and that's, um, you actually had a huge clusterfuck in your Nintendo Age form, which was great. I enjoyed reading that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he exactly, posted, cause people were all he posted it up and people were pissed off that you posted it was the largest one. Oh, well, it just beat it. And, you know, it, it just beat I thought it was stuff. the largest. That's why it, I second it is. myself. It yeah. is the largest. And, that's um, what I thought. <laughs> and they were bitching about how when somebody puts an arcade on free play, then people sit in there and play on their game all day. 
Yeah, people just like to find something to complain about. And if that's well, your problem, then find a middle. One guy was complaining it was too. One guy was guy was complaining that it was too hot in there. Like that was funny as shit to me. <laughs> it's too hot in there. <laughs> it's, it's too hot in there in the summer. Um, but but the, <laughs> but the thing is, is that like my my opinion on that is that okay, dude. Well, if all you want to play is that one fucking game, either wait for it to open up or go play something else. They have four over four hundred and fifty games. Yeah. Like, are you up. kidding me, dude? You could, and it's not free play. Go play something else and try to get good at it. And then when your game opens up, jump on it. It'll open and up eventually. The game you like better than the one you're waiting for. And you're paying fifteen dollars to play all day. You don't have. You know what I mean? Like, there's. I'm a, always a glass half full type person, except oh, yeah. for with Batman and Robin. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm always a half glass half full type person right now. And right now my beer is about half full. Um, <laughs> yeah, and for all the people who are hot, I think there's a fan under the Dig Dug machine. So if you go there, <laughs> sit there for a while, you'll be all right. Speaking of that, um, I did notice, Kevin, when you were going around with your um, camera, yeah. there was a lot. And we were there probably maybe six months ago, Kyle. Yeah, about that. Um, they changed around a lot of stuff. Like I noticed a lot of stuff. Like in, in the middle is where I played the um Defender Stargate sequel, yeah. and that was over like in the pinball room when you were walking yep. through. And I'm like, in the pinball room was closed when we went through. It wasn't closed. There was like machines everywhere. So like he opened, he expanded to that since then. No, I was gonna say it's it's fantastic, and uh, the everything that the thing that I noticed too that stands out is they're all well kept up. You yes. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like he, they make sure they keep up the maintenance of those, and they look like as good as you think you walked in and the year they're made. So it's not like they're junky or anything. They keep up on it, which I really appreciated too. Mm. I, I think I lost you guys for a second there, but it might have just been my side. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I just love how you can you pay fifteen bucks and you have mm-hmm. free play on all the machines. That's the key. Uh, so I was able to beat Mortal Kombat because I could just sit there. Uh huh. And just go forever until I beat it. Um, that's what's amazing about that place. They also keep up. They had like the new Mortal Kombat machine. They just yeah, like he out. put a Xbox or something in an arcade cabinet, and they had it in an arcade cabinet. The new Mortal Kombat. It was never in the arcade. It's actually <laughs> a whole room. It's this Mortal Kombat room. That's Hell yeah, badass. And I think he said he said in your video that he's doing a Mortal Kombat get together where the actors from the games come yeah, there. Yeah, it's awesome. On uh, April 18th, I believe, is the Shang Tsung get together where they're going to have a tournament, and uh, actually the actors that pose for there are going to be there for signing autographs and stuff. I'm going to try my hardest to make it to that, and that that just looks like an awesome, fantastic time. I mean, besides having every game there, they're always having, like, really unique, awesome events there, so it really is the go-to place for arcades. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally um, the one funny thing that Kyle mentioned is, uh, he, too bad he didn't post on the forum. He'd get, uh, he'd get attacked is free plays great. Yeah. I said free plays great too, Kyle. Guess what they told me? A guy was complaining. Yeah. But you don't get to experience putting in a token or quarter every time. <laughs> I can, I can deal without it, that experience. How about you Hell guys? Yeah. People like, like that. All bent out of shape. It's people like that that build corporations. Like that's <laughs> a, <laughs> that's the reason. Those, Vote of the day. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. No, like, but, um, I think I guys, already got enough of that. You know, I some, think I got enough some of the guys on Nintendo Age for sure. are um, arcade <laughs> owners, Kyle. And they were like, the only reason why my arcade is in business is because we do dollars a day or fifteen dollars a day yeah. front, upfront cost. 
somebody putting in, you know, two dollars worth of freaking quarters and a couple machines isn't going to help him pay the bills. A bunch of people pay fifteen bucks, even if they're there for an hour. You're going to make exactly. money off the people like me who come in with a toddler. She starts screaming, "I have to leave." Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is the video game Emporium that mm-hmm. is in Chicago too. They have like, you know, a third of, of the games, mm-hmm. but they have beer, mm-hmm. and, but it's not on free play, right? So I would still rather not have any beer and just go and have free play. Like, exactly. It's a total racket because it's, you're just losing money the whole time. If it, okay. To, for me to beat Mortal Kombat, Goro and Shang Tsung were so fucking hard. Be, <laughs> How many quarters do you think he would have spent? Yeah. Like, oh, way more. And, and that was just one game though. Mm-hmm. And we maybe, played a lot that day. Maybe like, Ten to fifteen dollars, but that was just one game. <laughs> so, and you also have the fact that, um, you know, that at the beer emporium you're drinking. I mean, look at how much money that place is making. You know, they're like making a killing, but it's cooler with Galloping Ghost. Like, he's probably not even making as much money as people think he is because no. he has to maintain all that shit and he's getting oh, new stuff all the time. You know, yeah. so. I, I give that guy props, like, hardcore. And he's got to keep up with uh, a whole bunch of different of uh, environments. Like, he keeps up with whatever's popular, like, say, the most modern version of Mortal Kombat. He has, like, arcade machines that are built for tournaments, and that actually has, like, a PS3 in it or something, just because they want to be playing with that version at that time. So he's always juggling those type of options. And he really caters to, you know, the the fans that come there, and that's what you really want an owner that's awesome. That he and he does, has a that traveling, he has a traveling like fighting game team for Galaxy. Yeah, Quest, that's too. it. Yeah, that hell, was awesome. Man. Fucking awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, and and he's also developing his own arcade fighting game that's motion capture. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it looks amazing. And uh, didn't you mention that Doc might be interested in coming on on the podcast sometime? Yeah, I, I ran it past him, and he said, "Hey, just uh, have him contact." And I didn't want to. Overstep my podcasting bounds, so I said I'll have Jeff to hold you. <laughs> so as, as yeah. soon as you contact him, just say Kevin said so. Blame me. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. I mean, we'll just add him to the list. We got we got a few people that um are coming on. Like you know, next week we got somebody, and then a oh, week or two great. after week or two after that ahead of time, and there'll be something to look forward to. We can have our question list ready for him. Exactly. Games. Um, one more funny thing that I remember another guy was complaining about, like you guys said, the money factor. Well, I'm with Kyle. Like, who cares about having to eat or drink there? Because you're on Ogden Avenue. I can, like, spit and hit a great place to eat or drink where that yep. place is located. Absolutely. You know? Why Bars would you want to compete with that? He's just there to provide an awesome gaming environment. Yeah. And in my opinion, with any business, I hate it when they spread themselves too thin and they don't concentrate on the main focus they should. And I think he's doing the right thing by just saying, no, it's a straight-up arcade. It yep. doesn't limit what age group can go there, and it's friendly to everybody. Yep. So people that want him to do something else, I mean, he's doing the right thing by ignoring all that jazz. So. Absolutely, yep. And my aspect, though, is that I don't want to go to like a place like the Emporium where, where I'm going to probably pay like five dollars a beer. Exactly. Like, I and mean, you, I, at least I don't I mean, want to do that. One. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, so you're paying overpriced wages for beer when you could be, you know, drink a couple beers before you go to Galloping Ghost. You get a good buzz, and then get you drunk play in the game. lot. <laughs> and and as you just said, you're on Ogden. You can go down to the bar right down the road, walk to it, and walk back, and you get free play all day. Like. <laughs> and kind of what's 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 funny to me, I mean, I would almost rather be sober because then you then play I think, yeah, what you can you play better. 
Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. to me, if I'm going to be at an arcade, I want to be on top of my game. Yeah, it's almost like the Emporium's like trying to trick people into uh, playing games by getting drunk or trying to trick people into yes. getting drunk by playing games, like both. And then you <laughs> you suck worse, and it's like a, a slippery slope, you know? <laughs> a slippery slope. <laughs> Toward the uh, empty wallet syndrome. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you want people to keep coming back. You don't want them to get burned out. And, like, 15 bucks a day, that's too easy, like... All, all we gotta do is like, all right, today we're going to Galloping Ghost. We're gonna go there all day. Like, yes, <laughs> it'd be amazing. That's that's my thing. So yeah, that was pretty freaking cool week though, Kevin. Just that. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> and I, other than that, it was just uh, finally got the Mario Party 10, and that was just kind of a flop. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I actually, that's why I came on like almost right at um. You know, nine, eight year time today was because I was just playing Mario Party 10 with my wife. Uh, we played for 30 minutes. Yep. Um, I only had one Wiimote charged. So um, I had to, we had to play Bowser mode, and I had to be Bowser. My wife didn't want to be Bowser. Um, that's, that's I purposely, a player. <laughs> I, I, I purposely try not to be an asshole to kill her immediately because it's not going to be fun. So um, we played. And, like, that's what I did with Kyle. <laughs> you were just an asshole and killed him real quick. Yeah. I wasn't even trying that hard. It's just how it kind of laid out. He had bad oh, no, the, no, the, the the game is broken. Like it <laughs> doesn't matter because your Bowser's always going to catch him. Your yep. Bowser always catches him. Always rolls higher dice. And yep. even if he, I actually didn't roll the dice once, and they let me re-roll, so I got wow. like it was funny as shit to me. But um, it's too unbalanced. It, it's it's completely broken, but the thing was is that there's only a couple Bowser games. Like, we played it purposely. I purposely didn't destroy everyone so we could keep playing a little longer, and no, it's, like, we played the same games, like, three times. Oh, and, like, wow. this is, like... Unless it's all locked up and you got to play a hundred times till they open new levels, like Mario no, Party. No, I, I think that's it from what I've heard, and the actual Mario Party levels itself has all the cool games, I guess, but you're still all together in a cart instead of individually yeah. like a board I game. I don't like that design ever since they changed that. They ruined yeah. that game. I guess the Amiibo one, and I do have the Amiibo, so I'm going to check that out this weekend. The Amiibo one, you get to go individually, but what really? I from complaints is you have to scan your Amiibo like every fucking turn. Good Lord. It's like going <laughs> yeah. to the supermarket. Yeah, and I, I can only imagine <laughs> if you I can imagine if you're using like two or three Amiibos, like it's like ding, 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 ding like bouncing them. <laughs> I will say, going back in the Bowser, though, if, if say, it was all of us there, and you had, like, really avid gamers, and you had five good gamers, that would be pretty interesting, because, but if you're just playing Bowser with, like, the computer, and one other guy, and all the other computer players, you know, are not that good, the game, just like you said, is not going to last long unless you let it last that long, so. Yeah. But it's just such a unique situation, It, it is broken in general for anybody to enjoy it, in my opinion, though. Yeah, I mean, like, like that mode right there, just from that, that's a, it's a turd right now, but, um, the thing is, though, is I'm gonna play the other modes and try it out, and as long as- Yeah, I gotta give it more time, too. Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna try to play it, you know, with, like, multiple people. (laughs) Yeah, that's the hard part. (laughs) So that actually was one of the things that I was doing this past week. Um, also, um, I posted it up on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, um, and on our page, um, I decided I wanted to do something for the homework so I could show it off, like, in the collection to show, like, you know, this t- little bit of, like, a timestamp of this time in gaming and history and part of, you know, this part of nostalgia for me is just chilling out and making sure that we painfully play some games. Um, and so I decided to make some Perler Beans. 
So I have perler beads right now for all four of the games we've done for homework. Um, pretty fucking cool. Nice. Um, yeah, it's I've enjoyed it. Um, and so like now I'll have to figure out how to do one for fucking Final Zone Two. This is sixteen bit. Like this, these maps look pretty tough, so that'll be fun. I was like a challenge, and I know Kevin, you were asking if there was a tutorial or something. Like I pretty much yeah. have to. One right now on the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen them before until you showed them to me, and yeah. I found them really cool. So basically, um, on eBay, you can buy perler beads. You have to buy each color individually. You get a thousand for two dollars free shipping. Oh, that sounds like a fair price. Yeah. So, but you have to get every color ever because if you get <clears throat> a certain one, like I ran out of white, um, and I wasn't able to do. I was gonna do another perler today for um extra credit homework and. I didn't have enough white for it, so I couldn't do it. So, um, but the thing is, is that I ordered them. They come from China, so they take forever to get here. Um, you can go to the store, and I think they're five bucks a bag. And I'm not sure if there's a thousand in there, though. Oh, um, I see. But, but they're five dollars, whereas they're two dollars on eBay. So I'm nice. always, always going eBay. Um, but anyways, you take the beads and you put one bead per pixel. So like, if you're looking at Super Mario, you know, you do red for his hat and you do one bead per pixel and then you put it all on a, um, a little like tray and the tray gotcha. has like little dots on it that hold the bead in place. Um, okay. after you build what you want to build for the picture, you put a sheet over it that comes with the perler beads. Um, it usually comes with the trays mm-hmm. and, and then you, um, put the iron on it and it melts them. And after really? it dries, after it dries, you have a nice little piece to your collection. So oh. I have perlers all over my collection. It just adds to it. Like my Zelda shrine, I got a little link there and a boss key and, you know, they're easy to make. Um, got, uh, Billy Lee, uh, me and Bobo <laughs> on the wall. Um, see, like people like me, I just see that. And then if you had like a little stand at a flea market, I'd be like, Oh man, that looks like that's all that work. That should cost at least $30 to buy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I sold them on Nintendo Age for a while because people just didn't really want to take the time, didn't have the time. And yeah. a lot of people then started selling them and it flooded it. And I just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Somebody messes me, I'll do it. It's flooded. Yeah. Um, I, the, the actually, the, the girl who is listening and, um, to our podcast, she, um, she actually commissioned me to do the entire Final <laughs> Fantasy IV character set. Wow. All the characters from Final Fantasy IV. And it was, it was fun to do for me. And then I was sad to, mail them because it was awesome having every Final Fantasy 4 character. (laughs) (laughs) You always got pictures. Yeah, that's true. I do. Um, um, Yeah, so that's the thing though is that I've been doing all the little perler beads. I figured that's a really cool way to display them. I haven't decided how I'm going to um, show them once I get a lot of them though. Because right now I just did them in order that we've played them. But maybe later I'll do it in order of like grade or something. So like the yeah. good ones will be like on a top tier and then the, the shit ones will be like in the toilet or something and floating. <laughs> so Batman will be floating in the toilet. <laughs> Batman's already done. <laughs> It'll be a perler floating in the turd toilet. <laughs> I'll have to find a new Batman game that everybody can actually like. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear the B word. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, I think the perler thing was cool. I know Kyle's been trying to brainstorm what he's going to do. He might just do like the games you like or something, Kyle, you're saying? Never know. Brainstorm something that you're going to do with the whole homework. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see what goes on. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, 
I've also been doing, um, been playing the pinball arcade still. Uh, this week they released a couple new tables, like four new tables. One of them though is Adam's Family Pinball. Oh, oh man, that's my favorite. Yeah, so you, so you got the little Fester's Class music going. Okay. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Have you done a mamushka on it? That's the best part. <laughs> oh, no, I've not done that. Is that crazy? Oh, that movie. That movie's amazing. Uh, yeah. Kyle's favorite been... part is the greed book. <laughs> greed. <laughs> the secret door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, and then they also had Earthshaker, which is a pretty awesome one where, like, everything's, like, falling apart and Earth is shaking around, earthquakes and stuff like that. And those, those are, they're pretty cool tables. Um, and I do like how the pinball arcade is still releasing, uh, new tables constantly. So you're getting like more bang for your buck. Um, what they've been doing is, is they give you one table for free. So they have it on Xbox One, Kevin. Um, you get the, I think it's Arabian Nights or something like that. Um, and then if you want to, you can buy every table for like a couple bucks a piece. So you can get like Adam's family for like probably three or four dollars, maybe five or something. Right. Um, and then you have option to unlock the, um, for like an extra dollar or two, the, um, settings. So you can like really change the, the table around like difficulties and add, you know, beginner mode where you put a little dot. Yeah, like they're, I don't know what they call it, like some kind of like mode where you're like the owner, pinball owner mode or something. Um, what I've done is I actually buy the season pack. So we bought season four season pack. It was like $20 or something or maybe $30, but you get every table from that whole season. So when wow. these games got released, we got the tables and I think everyone's had like 12 tables or something. There's been a lot of tables. So. Um, we actually put a lot of money into this game, so it's like, it's a game that we've played so much that we've actually gotten our money's worth out of it, and we've paid probably more than a retail game for it now. I mean, you got more money's worth out of this than that, uh, that, uh, b- b- beer game? I can't remember what it's called, that tab or beer, beer Slinger. Yeah, Beer Slinger, that's <laughs> Oh, absolutely, a hundred times better, and <laughs> the thing is, is this pinball stuff is all shot in 3D. So it's like, it's all in, you know, high definition on my Ultra HD 4K TV. It looks amazing. It plays perfectly with controls. Um, you can adjust the camera. So if it's easier that you're following the ball close for a table, you can do that. Or you can see the entire table the whole time, like you would be if you're standing back and playing. Um, or if you can stand back and play and when it gets up to the top, it'll focus in on it for you. You can do that. Wow. Um, there's a lot of cool little options for it that make it awesome when you don't have the room to have a million pinballs like Galpin Ghost does. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you don't have the room for all that, then this is a great alternative. That's a pretty awesome one. Um, So, I know, uh, what what have you been up to, Kyle, besides for the extra credit? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're... Because, um, I mean, we'll go into that after the break. But So, my, my thing was, I... Wanted to watch the Goonies movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's Are what I you guys? <laughs> Are you guys? He roots all around. Hell yeah. Sloth rule. It's like Jason's hydrocephalic cousin, you know? Hydrocephalic. Now you get the word of the day. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Cephalic means head, so it's like water head. Like, oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So now we've changed the name of the podcast from Shatman and Throbin to Hydrocephalic. <laughs> That's all you need right there, man. That's all you need is some hydrocephalus <laughs> on your face. 
<laughs> so, um, as I was watching the movie, I was just comparing, like, <laughs> too much, man. Uh, so, yeah, I was just comparing, like, how, how the game is compared to the movie and just seeing, like, the similarities. And, uh, it was cool because Mikey had, like, a little raincoat on th- through a part of the movie. So, oh, yeah. the raincoat is, like, the best item in the game. Um, yeah. they, they also had dynamite. At one point, um, but I guess the bombs, I don't, I don't, there's probably no correlation, but I guess there's something explosive in there. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, um, now one thing that you were, we were talking about the mermaid or whatever, was that only a reference from Goonies 2? Was there, there wasn't a mermaid in Goonies 1, was there? Now, the, okay, so the first five levels, it's always like a little Goonies kid that you save. It's the same yeah, sprite. It's the same, same sprite. Mm-hmm. But the one in the last level is like a girl. Which is the girl Goonie? That's what I always thought it was. But then there's always yeah, the that's of, what I thought too. There's always the mention of the mermaid, which I think that's just Goonies too, though, right? The Annie, yeah, Annie the mermaid, and um, she's in Goonies too for sure. Because yeah, we were talking about that today, and I was like mm-hmm. looking around, like what the hell is with that? Because there's no mermaid in the movie, mm-hmm. so it's like the fuck. Where did I think from? they just did that for Goonies too. I mean, and it's definitely not as good as the original. So, <laughs> oh no way. Uh-uh. Um, but uh, yeah, because it's kind of cool because they, it, the game goes level wise, it goes all the way, um, as far as where the movie starts in the first level for the in the game, you're at the Fratelli hideout, and that's that's like the very beginning kind of of their adventure and then you go to the caves and that's like the second level you start to get deeper and deeper and then they eventually get to that kind of like um cavernous like tropical like the wooden bridges and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. they work their, their way to the waterfalls which is the fifth level mm-hmm. um in the game and then eventually they get to the pirate ship so it actually follows through and the thing is there's there's seven goonies and Mikey's one of them, so that's why there's six levels. How many, it. um, how many mice did they kill in the movie? <laughs> what do you yeah. say? How many, how what? many mice, mice did they kill in the movie? Oh, I was thinking that. I don't, I don't know where the mice came from. Mm-hmm. Why did they kill them so violently with bombs and kicking them? I didn't think they should yeah. on. They kicked yeah, mice and, to the face. <laughs> and you also don't save the Goonies. I mean, the Goonies don't get saved in the movie. Um, Chunk is like with Sloth, but they don't get like saved. Yeah, you know, they're they're like together on like an adventure, but I, I guess they had to make um some kind of plot for the game. But I I was actually surprised how well it actually follows the movie. Um, and then at the very end screen when you beat the Goonies game, it shows like Sloth with all the the Goonies and the ship, you know, going out um at sea, and that's how the movie ends pretty much. So, right. uh, except Sloth's not well, it's it's a little different, but it's basically that idea. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm definitely glad that I watched it. Like I said, I'd never seen it before, and I was like, you know, I think that's uh, something I should watch for sure. I thought it was cool too. They have like video game references. Uh, yeah, pole, yeah. Pole position. Um, they reference that they there's like the the year on the map, and they're like, what is that? Your pole position high score or something like that. <laughs> and then Chunk's playing an He's arcade playing game. Cliffhanger. Which is a um a laser disc game kind of like Dragon's Lair, except for it's based on the anime Lupin the Third or Lupin the Third. The third. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's an old old inside joke there, Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. 
really old one, but um, <laughs> like ten years <laughs> more. But um, but the thing is, is that uh, yeah, that's it's hilarious because I think you couldn't even make it out on the screen, could you, guys? Yeah, it was just like the side-scroller game. Someone in Nintendo age was like, "Have you ever heard of this game where you're on these rooftops and you're running and uh, jumping across and something like that?" And then someone's like, "Is is that blah blah blah?" And I was like, well, "This looks cool." Because, you know, I'm just always in the platformers. I'm always looking for a good shmup or a good platformer. That's, that's um, the other loop on the third game, man. And so <laughs> I, yeah, and so I sent Jeff, I was like, check out this platformer. And you're like, that's weird, because we were just talking about the whole Lupin thing. Yeah, it was like, you, we, you mentioned Lupin randomly, and then we saw Cliffhanger with Lupin in it, on the Goonies, randomly. Yeah. <laughs> in, the same, like, in the same, like, day. Alrighty. God. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. So um, I think at the podcast right now we're we're coming at about an hour and fifteen minutes or so. Um, okay. So what we'll do is we'll um we'll end it right here. Um, we're gonna take a break. Um, how this is gonna work for the listeners is we'll open up um a second bonus extra credit. Uh, me and Kyle had a, another crazy game that we played. Um, and Kevin wants to stick around. He can, but um, he didn't play it. I don't think so. He can stick around though if he wants to to chime in. Um, but basically, um, yeah, we'll upload this one. The the second part, we're gonna try to get it up like probably by like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so that way you got enough time to listen to this podcast episode, and then you got the next episode that'll come out um before we you know record the next one. Um, and we got some more stuff to go over like news and stuff on the next uh next episode. Um. So again, uh, as always, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you check out, you know, Kevin's, uh, KWK box on YouTube. He's been doing some crazy ass disc golf shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and, and the Galloping Ghost video. It's, it's amazing. It's definitely my favorite video that you've done so far, Kevin. I've enjoyed it. Oh, I can tell in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I commented that. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was like a little history lesson on, uh, Galloping Ghost. I think that'll be really good. Um, oh, definitely. uh, and, um, you know, make sure you go up and, um, you know, like our podcast, subscribe, uh, comment. We want to hear your comments because we like to talk about them during the podcast. It's fun. Um, and, fun. and we like, and we have hundreds of people listening. So if you guys chime in, then we know you're listening. It's going to motivate us more. So. I mean, we, we, yeah. we like, we like it. We thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you can email us at bgbspodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, you can let us know. Also on my, um, blog, I put a form on the bottom of each one when you're listening to the podcast and you can actually type in there your comments and it'll email to us as well. So you got multiple routes to, um, to talk with us, um, and let us know what you think. Um, either you guys got anything else? Nope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> later, you guys. Talk to you next time. All right, later on, and we're about to take a break. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs>